Hello, everybody. Welcome to Next Level Outreach. My name is Larry Williams, live at Victory Tabernacle in Tampa, Florida. And this is a podcast that's dedicated to inspiring, informing, and empowering soul winners to do the will of God. And like I ask every single podcast, it's a question that you ought to be thinking about all the time. When was the last time I personally won a soul? When was the last time that you personally went out and won a soul? And that's what we're here to inspire you to do. This month, we discussed goal setting and how important goal setting is to the soul winner. And um, we're going to cap off each of our series with an interview with somebody that we feel is very, um, is, is very uh, I would say, very... Um, directed towards these these goals that we're setting in, directed towards um, what we're talking about. And today we're going to be interviewing Lemuel Harris, the pastor of Victory Tabernacle. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about soul, about goal, goal setting and how important it is to us as soul winners. So why don't you um, speak and, and talk to us a little bit, uh, Lemuel Harris? Well, I am glad to be here. Appreciate you inviting me, Larry. I'm glad to uh, be a part of uh, this endeavor to inspire individuals to uh, get out there and win souls. Uh, obviously, it's a mandate from the Lord uh, to the saints that we can go out and uh, reach other individuals um, and share with them uh, the great gift that God has given us. And uh, I think it's uh, something that we ought to do. And I'm just glad to know that there are individuals out there that are excited. Uh, they're fired up. They're stirred up about reaching the lost. And so I'm just glad to be a part. Awesome, awesome. So we'll go ahead and just get started with the interview today. And my first question to you is this. Why is it that you feel like goal setting is so important to soul winning? Well, I think um, goal setting in any endeavor um, is important. Um, when we set goals, it gives us direction, lets us know what we're striving to do. If you don't have a goal, whether it be in uh, our natural life, whether it be business or sports, um, you have to have something that you're shooting for. I played basketball in high school, and um, if we didn't have any goals, um, we wouldn't make any points. Uh, we'd just right. be running up and down the court uh, looking a little silly with the basketball. Um, mm -hmm. It was the goal that made the difference. And so in anything that we do, goals are uh, extremely important. It gives us something to shoot for, literally. Um, right. And so if we have some goals and soul winning, then we know what we're striving to do, and uh, we just set up. Um, our life to accomplish those goals. They give us direction. They show progress. And if we're not hitting those goals, um, then we know that we need to make some changes. So uh, ultimately also gives us opportunities for growth. It allows us to uh, evaluate ourselves if we're not hitting those goals and get better if we can. It's, it's funny that you mentioned the um, basketball because I remember reading a book on um, how important it is to keep score. It was talking mm -hmm. about um, how to reach your um, your goal and how important it is to keep score. And he said he he mentioned the metaphor of watching people play basketball, and he said that um, that you can always tell who's keeping score and who isn't mm -hmm. just by the way that they're playing. You know you're keeping score because you're playing uh, you're playing better. You're more focused. You're more engaged, and you're wanting to see something happen. So I think that's very applicable to um, winning soul. So. That's that's very good in um, in you mentioning that. Um, the next question I want to ask you is, 
why do you, why do you think accountability will help you reach your goal in soul winning? Well, accountability is important because it gives us, I think, um, another layer of inspiration. I think when we try to do something, we're inspired because we see it. It looks great at first, but over time, um, because of the hard work it takes and maybe we run to some disappointments, it's easy to give up. It's easy to give up on things that are worthwhile uh, mm -hmm. getting a hold of because oftentimes if it's valuable, it does take hard work to uh, get a hold of it. But with that accountability, they inspire us. When we know people are looking at us, yeah. um, we tend to try to do a little bit better. No matter what it is, we, it doesn't take a lot of pride in us. It's just being human, I think. Yeah. Uh, when we, we're looked at, there's something that happens inside of us that says, you know what, let me try to do my best. And so we mm -hmm. have somebody that we're accountable to, um, that we answer to. They're going to be asking us. Yeah. Uh, we want to make sure that we have a good answer for them. And so... I yeah. think it's a tremendous thing to have somebody there with us. The Bible says that a two uh, a two fold cord is not easily broken, yeah. and so uh, just having something there along with me just makes me stronger. And if I have a desire to get something done, I think it's wise to have some accountability. And you see it always in Scripture, like even from the beginning, you saw with Moses, he had Aaron with right. him. When you see Paul, he had Silas or he had Barnabas. When Jesus sent them out, he sent them out two by two. He didn't send them out by themselves. Um, one, because it will make the job a little bit easier because you know you have someone there that has your back. But also, you know that um, it, you're, you're going you're gonna to be forced to do what it is that you're called to do. And you're not just sitting there by yourself. We never want to be isolated in ministry or when, when it comes to winning souls. So when you know you have that accountability partner that's going to help you to to do what it is that God wants you to do, it's going to make that 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 task a lot easier for us to do. So I think that's that's definitely important for us when um, we go out to win souls that you have somebody there with you that you tell them, "This is my goal. This is how many souls that I want to reach. This is how many souls I want to uh, I want to win for God." And then that person can kind of motivate you mm -hmm. to um, really, you know, reach that goal. Is there anything personal you can like mention about uh, that that in your own personal ministry? Well, absolutely. Um, I thank God for the men that are in my life, uh, and I look at Pastor Dave and Pastor Collins. I meet with um, either one of them um, on a weekly basis. At least I meet with Pastor Dave every week. Yeah. And I meet with Pastor Collins um, every other week. Right. And someone will say, well, why do you need to do all of that? Well, they help keep me accountable. Furthermore, in the uh, multitude of counsel, there's safety. And so I look forward to it. I learn a lot. And mm -hmm. um, it, it keeps me going weekly. And so uh, that's a major part of my personal life and my personal ministry. And they make me better. And yeah. so um, I think it's a good idea to have somebody there in your life to help make you better. You even mentioned Jesus sending those uh, disciples out two by two. But it's interesting that Jesus, being God in the flesh, um, had 12 people yeah. around him all the time. And so he didn't just go out and do this on his own, even though he could have. Obviously, he was training individuals, yeah. but um, they were there also, and they were always looking at him. So mm -hmm. um, I don't think we should live in a box when we're trying to um, have a, a ministry and we're trying to do something for God. It's good to have some accountability. It keeps us safe. Absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, one thing, I, if I know anything about you since working with you, I know that you're a man of consistency. And, um, and, and that's something I admire greatly about you is your ability to do something consistently over a period of time. Why don't you talk a little bit about that and how important that is for us as soul winners? Well, definitely, I think it's important um, in any aspect of life. Um, again, um, consistency, I know Pastor David mentioned this to 
uh, individuals and even to me at some point in time. He says, now, you really ought not to do anything if you're not going to do it consistently. Right. And that makes sense because what would be the purpose? I think we'll just be spinning our wheels if we're not doing something consistent, consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, you're striving for a goal, um, again, we're going back to goals. Uh, you're striving for something. If you don't keep that uh, engine going, if you're, you're traveling somewhere, if you don't keep that thing going um, consistently, you'll never make it there. You just wasted your time. You'll be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but consistency is the key um, to anything that you do. Um, if you want to maintain um, your, your soul winning and, and um, actually win individuals, you're going to have to be consistent. The people that you're out there uh, winning, they're going to look for you to be consistent. Yeah. Um, they're going to be expecting you to be consistent. Not everybody we meet will be consistent. You add that to their life mm-hmm. if you can develop it in your own personal life. So consistency is the key uh, to accomplishing anything that we do. If we continue to work at it, we hammer at it, no matter how tough it is, eventually um, mm-hmm. it's going to break. Even if you put a rough rock in water and you allow it to stay there and it's running rock water, mm-hmm. uh, you give it enough time, it'll smooth out that rock. It may take some time, but consistency will Absolutely. be the key to getting it uh, smoothed out. Right. And I think um, I heard uh, John Maxwell say this one time. I was listening to uh, a, some type of uh, talk that he was doing, but he said that um, consistency is probably one of the most underrated words in the English hmm. dictionary because people it's not there's nothing exciting about consistency. Okay. Like when you think of if somebody is going to tell you something about yourself, uh, you the I, I don't know if anybody just thinks I want somebody to tell me how consistent I am, hmm. but. The thing about consistency is that it's that compound, um, kind of like that compound interest that you do. Yeah. That little bit that you do every single day or every single week that you do, those, the, those, those flyers that you pass out every week, those people that you call and invite to church, those Bible studies that you do every week, or just those things that you're willing to do consistently to reach your goal – over time, you won't even realize. You'll look back and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I accomplished this much stuff yeah. for God. I didn't realize I did that this much stuff happened. But it was just the little bit of things that you did every day that brought you to that goal. So You know, you know, Mr. Larry, uh, I, I think it's all about how we think about it. Uh, I think mm-hmm. consistency is great depending on what we're doing consistently. If we're winning consistently, I don't think any team um, that has a uh, undefeated record wants to stop being consistent. They want a consistent, undefeated record. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to win consistently. And I think when we go out and we reach the loss, we're we're uh, winning every time. We're doing something, whether that soul is saved or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the gospel has been spread, and that is what Christ asks us to do. He didn't ask us actually to save anyone. He right. asked us to go and teach and to preach and to spread the gospel, and right. we accomplish that. We allow God to do. Uh, the work in terms of bringing the increase, but it's our responsibility to water and to plant and to do it consistently, and we win every time. If we think like that, then right. we say, you know what, I don't want to break my record. Right, because I think a lot of times as soul winners, we're more so focused on the outcome instead. Of, we get more excited about the outcome than we do about the work. Right, and and if we kind of change our mindset where we're more interested in the work of God, yeah, as opposed to what's going to happen, because We'll see things on Twitter where we see 100 people get the Holy Ghost in one rally here yeah. or 80 people here. It's like you, you're like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I'm not doing anything because you're looking at all the outcome, yeah. but we don't look at the work that it took to get that outcome. Right. So that's that's the thing. If we got more excited about the work 
yeah. of God as opposed to the increase because God gives the increase. Right. We just need to trust that God will do his part if we right. do ours. Right. So I think that's really important and inspiring for soul winners to know that the more that you do, he says, if you sow, you're going to reap. Right. And you can't not reap. You just have to simply sow the seed Correct. and trust that God's going to give us that increase. That's true. Um, I just want to end today with um, this last, the last podcast that we dealt with was we dealt with um, strategy. And you usually don't hear strategy in terms of soul winning. But um, what, uh, from the definition that we discovered, we saw that strategy is more than just a goal. It's basically what a general does when they when they have something that they're trying to accomplish. They look at what's going what what can possibly come against them and they develop a strategy to mm -hmm. overcome that thing. So what do you think are some things that soul winners can do to strategize to reach their goal? Because there's going to be opposition. There's going to be things that will discourage them from reaching their goal. So how would how how do you think that they can overcome that and really go go forward and win and win who they who God called them to win? Well, I think there are probably several things that people can do, but one thing I think will be important is to uh, be honest and evaluate yourself and determine what you have um, to to go out and reach individuals with. I'm not going to look at someone else and say, well, this is how they do it, mm -hmm. and they do it well this way. I have to do it that way. I have to look at my gifting and uh, what is available to me and uh, what God has called me into. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to look at that and say, you know what, I have to be wise about this thing and say, I, I know I can teach Bible studies well, or I know um, I'm always uh, dealing with my family one way or another. Uh, some people... Um, have a great rapport with people at their job. Mm -hmm. Look for the uh, the place that God has set you, and you may have some type of um, favor in that area, or uh, you just do well at something. The Bible says this um, in Proverbs eighteen sixteen: "A man's gift maketh room for him." So you have to evaluate mm -hmm. what do I do well, and then you do that. Don't force yourself into the mold of what other people do. So yeah. to do that, I think you have to maybe try a few things. You may have yeah. to look up stuff uh, on the internet on go on soul winning, yeah, and try different things. Whatever you're comfortable with. There was one thing that I think I got from uh, out of mathematics or one of those gentlemen um, mm -hmm. that's really big on soul winning, and um, it was the heaven or hell uh, interview that you do with people. Yeah. And while I kind of tweak it a little bit, I found that I'm comfortable doing that. That's just something that I like to do, yeah. and um, it's worked. It's worked for me. I'm comfortable saying it. I'm comfortable going into that John chapter 3 and 5 and uh, giving my spiel from there. And so I began using that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I think it opens up dialogue. But that's just one thing. There's several other things. I know um, here at Victory, the outreach team goes out and they do various surveys. And I use that when I think it's appropriate. So I try different things here and there. Um, I don't think my uh, gift, as it were, is uh, I'm not a gifted evangelist or soul winner. I don't think, um, but I know that there are individuals such as yourself and other folk uh, like Matt Maddox and some of those other guys, they're gifted in that area. Well, I'm not trying to compete with you guys. I'm just doing what God has called me to do, right. and I do the best that I can. I'll ask people, uh, can I teach them a Bible study? I think I do that fairly well, mm -hmm. and uh, God opens up doors, and all of a sudden I'll have several Bible studies, yeah. more than I can uh, actually keep up with, and I think God just meets me where I am. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this. I know you probably have to close, but um, I got to thinking about those individuals that the Lord gave talents to. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And he gave one five, another two, and another one. What the Lord expected was for those individuals to use the talents that they had right. and then go out and produce based on what they had, not on what they did not have. Right. And so I look at what did the Lord give me and how can I um, produce or be productive based on what I have. If that individual had the one talent, came back with two, I think the Lord would have been well pleased with that. But right. the fact that they said, well, I don't, ha I don't think I should do this. I'm scared or whatever the excuses that they had and they hid it in the earth. Mm -hmm. Well, the Lord was disappointed with that. But if I use whatever God has given me, mm -hmm. I assess myself is what God has given me. I'm going to use that and I'm going to be productive the best way I can. I might not win a thousand. If the Lord has put in me enough to win 10, then I've done my job. Absolutely. And I think that's really, really important. The fact that we ought not to compare ourselves. The Bible says don't compare yourselves one to another, yeah. for that's not wise. Right. So really dealing with what God has given to every single person. God is, I know one thing, if you have the Holy Ghost, God has called us, called you Correct. to win souls. So what, however many souls that you've been called to win, that's, that's between you finding out what God has put inside of you. But I do know that God has called us all to win souls, and to do the work of the kingdom. Pastor Harris, why don't you pray for us as we go ahead and dismiss this uh, podcast. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you, O God, for the call on our life. Thank you, O God, for blessing us and bringing us to your kingdom. Thank you, O God, for equipping us, O God, with the power and, O God, the ability to go out and to win souls, O God. Thank you, O God, for this great uh, responsibility that you've given us. We pray now, God, that you'll be with us. I pray for those that are listening on this podcast. I pray that you'll bless them and strengthen them and cause them, O oh God, to have great fruit. And we'll give the glory, honor, and praise, knowing, O oh God, that you've called us for this great work, O oh God, that you're with us in everything that we do. Thank in the Jesus. wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. And remember, get them to the pool and get them to the pew. God bless you.